Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. Uh, this is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture and I just want to make sure that everything's working properly. Yeah, it seems to be. It seems to be working well, which is great. Right, so this show comes to you on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, um, sorry, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And uh, what do we do in this show? Well, we discuss all things pop culture related, which is really, really fun. So that's all stuff, movies, TV shows, comic books, sometimes video games but not that often. All of these articles and stories I'm going to be talking about you can go and find over at Small Screen where you can find at small-screen.co.uk If you could follow us on social media at Small, small Screen Co, sorry, uh, that'd be wonderful. And if you could uh, also like this and share this and subscribe on YouTube, do all those things. And also we release this later as a podcast. So if you'd rather listen to this as a podcast, you can. You can get your podcast, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on uh, on what is it, Apple Podcasts, uh, then a five-star rating would really, really be lovely. Thank you very much for that. Right, let's get straight into the news. And one of the things I wanted to talk a little bit about today was that um, Carl Urban is reportedly up for the role of Craven the Hunter. Uh, So this is for a solo movie that... um, that Sony are trying to do at the moment. They're trying to get this off the ground. So we've heard before this was, this came actually from Geekosity. So before this was out there, um, we heard from the Illuminati, I believe it was, that um, apparently they'd offered the role to Keanu Reeves, uh, but then he turned them down. Uh, so now we're hearing that Carl Urban is now in the running. And uh, you know what? Carl Urban is a much better choice for the role than Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves, and I said I love, I think he's great. I think he's, He's a brilliant actor, but he's not quite right for the role of Craven the Hunter. There are many reasons why. One, he can't do accents, which is just, you know, some actors just can't do them. We saw him in, in uh, Dracula trying to do an English accent. It was terrible. So whenever he's done trying to do an accent or has tried to do an accent, it has gone badly. Uh, one thing we know that Carl Urban can do is accents because the guys are Kiwis in New Zealand and he did, does an accent in basically every movie he's in. He tends to do American accents, but then in The Boys he's doing kind of I will say it's a bit of a half-assed Cockney accent, but it does get better in season two. Uh, but he's he's obviously got that in him, and I think he looks a lot like, a lot more like Craven the Hunter than Keanu Reeves does. And he's um, one of those actors that is not afraid to put his body through rigorous training in order to get the right look. He could do the Russian accent. You know, uh, Craven the Hunter in the comics is Russian. And uh, I just think he suits it a lot more. A lot of people have also been saying uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I'm not so sure about him in the role. I think, again, he's a brilliant actor. He's uh, in uh, The Walking Dead. But I don't think he's quite right for the role of Craven the Hunter. The Honestly, the only person I can think can play this role properly is Carl Urban. And Carl Urban actually has a history in comic book movies. Of course, he's in The Boys right now, which is based on, on a comic book. But he was also in Dread, which was brilliant, one of the most underrated movies of all time. Uh, as I, I really do believe that. And what else? He was also in the Star Trek films, which aren't comic book films, but they are kind of well-known blockbusters. So he's used to all of that stuff. And I think this would be good for him. Uh, it's not like he needs it in his career, but I think it would be a really good role for him to play because it would give him that solo movie that uh, I think a lot of people... Well, they know he deserves it, and uh, also it would it would be a good thing for for the for Craven the Hunter as a character, but also Sony Pictures because it would mean they'd have an, yet another really talented actor playing one of their one of their characters, which is what they want. They've already got Tom Hardy playing uh, playing Venom, and they've got uh, Jared Leto playing Morbius. So why not add Carl Urban to them into the mix? And that's something that I think a lot of people would really really like to see, myself included, Carl Urban playing Craven the Hunter. 
Let me know what you think about that in the in the comments. If that's something that you think is interesting to you, would you like to see him play Craven the Hunter? Do you have any other ideas? Any other names come to mind for the Craven the Hunter role? Do let me know in the comments. I, I honestly, the only person I can think who would do the role justice, apart from Carl uh, Urban, is possibly Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, but again, I'm not sure if he's quite right for the role, as I said before. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Right, so moving on from that, and moving on to actually our exclusive, and that's that, again, it's related to Craven the Hunter, uh, that apparently the very first person that um, Sony Pictures contacted for the role was Adam Driver, but he turned them down. And uh, this is something that was brought to me a couple of days ago, and I find that I found it really interesting. I always find casting stuff really interesting, like what happens in 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 the world of Hollywood, how they actually managed to cast these character, these actors, sorry, and who they who was originally up for these roles, and what happened, why did it why did it fall apart? Well, I'll bring up the uh, the article right here. There's uh, there's Adam Driver and Don Quixote, but according to the my source, uh, Keanu Reeves wasn't actually, I'm uh, sorry, Keanu Reeves wasn't actually uh, Sony's first choice to play Craven. Adam Driver was. They approached him to star in the Craven standalone movie they're making. Unfortunately for Sony, he turned them down. I then asked the source if they knew anything about upcoming, like who, who might be playing this role since Reeves turned it down. And they said, Carl Urban is a name being thrown around a lot. I haven't heard if he's been approached officially by Sony yet, but I know they're interested in him for the role. So this get, it goes back to Guy Costi's, uh, the, the, their scoop that uh, that Carl Urban is in the, in the running, is being looked at to play Craven the Hunter. And again, he would be perfect for the role. He's got a lot of support online uh, as well. A lot of people saying that they would really like to see him play the role. And it looks like Sony thinks the same thing. Uh, but I actually think Adam Driver would have made a very good Craven. But I kind of understand why uh, <laughs> uh, why they decided to kind of not, well, why he decided not to take the role. And yes, I will say in my exclusives and things like that, I do often say, to, I, I do often say that's that. Uh, so that's a little shout out to Kevin Feige there in the comments. That's something that I, I seem to say. Maybe it's an English thing. I don't know why. Uh, but I personally think both Adam Driver and Carl Urban would be really good choices for the role. I understand why uh, Adam Driver turned them down. He's just come out of a big franchise being in Star Wars. He's looks like he wants to do other stuff, kind of more uh, kind of down to down to earth type stuff. Uh, more independent stuff, th stuff that he just finds more interesting uh, because being locked into a contract with a, co a company like Disney for, was it three movies, is something that I don't think he really wants to do again. Um, but let me know what you think about that. Is that, like, Adam Driver is Craven the Hunter. Is that something you would have liked to have seen? Uh, it looks like Sony really wanted him, but unfortunately he turned him down. Looks like Sony was thinking, okay, let's get Keanu Reeves involved, and then he turned him down. So what's Carl Urban going to do? Is he going to say yes? I mean, I hope he does, really, because I think the role's good for him. But um, Carl Urban, of course, was already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's played Scourge, and I think that, char that character died in, spoilers, <laughs> sorry, in Thor Ragnarok. But um, he, he died a, a, a very noble death, even though that character wasn't a particularly noble character. Uh, but let me know what you think about that in the comments below. Right, moving on. And uh, I'm sorry, Kevin, Walter Hamada is not in the comment section this evening. He's not commenting. I uh, don't know why. Maybe maybe you've, you, I'm pretty sure you've got people that 
know people and you can get them to contact Walter Hamada for you. Right, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Emma Stone uh, Cruella trailer that just dropped. Uh, I thought, personally, I thought the trailer was really, really good. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, I think Emma Stone's a terrific actress. Uh, I think she's been brilliant in basically everything she's in. I will say I'm not the world's biggest fan of, I'm probably going to lose a lot of people right now, but I'm not the world's biggest fan of uh, La La Land. I didn't think that was a very good, well, no, it's not that I didn't think it was a very good movie. I just thought it was a bit overhyped, uh, and it didn't really deserve an Oscar, which it didn't get. Uh, didn't didn't get best uh, best film anyway. Moonlight got that one. That was a funny year, wasn't it? But um, yeah, it's it's one of those. She, she's one of those actresses that I think is brilliant in everything she's in, and uh, and when I heard that she was playing Cruella, first off, I was like, oh, you know, an American playing Cruella, Cruella Deville in the cartoons uh, is English, um, uh, but she has been played by Americans before. I'm for, I think it was Glenn Close that played Cruella Deville in in the live action uh, version of um, One Hundred and One Dalmatians, but I'd never heard Emma Stone do an English ac- uh, accent. Then again, she was with uh, Andrew Garfield for quite some time, so maybe she uh, picked it up there. And watching the trailer, first off, the accent was brilliant. the The, the film looks, I think, really fascinating. It's like a, a kind of origin story for Cruella, which I really do like. I, I like that idea. I think that's a, an, an interesting idea to go to do and um they're going down that route they're kind of doing the maleficent thing a bit which they've been doing in uh, you know they've been doing a lot of this with their with their live action movies over the past few years but i think there's something else here i think there's uh, there's something really fascinating about this film about the fact that they're really not t- holding back it really does look to me as though corella in this film is going to be absolutely bonkers and people online are saying that it looks like she's going to be Disney's Joker, which, you know, if you watch the trailer, you really do think that's the case. Um, a lot of people have also likened her to Harley Quinn. I think she's more along the lines of the Joker. And I actually think she's worse in many ways than the Joker, because who on earth would get uh, 101 Dalmatians, puppies, no less, kill them all to make a coat? She is sadistic. And uh, I think she would... I think she'd definitely give the Joker a run for her money. But I just wanted to say that I really liked the trailer. I thought it was really fun. It looks like this film is going to be a blast. They might release it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the fact that they're releasing the trailer now seems to think they're going to be releasing it on Disney. seems to indicate that they're going to be releasing it just on Disney+, Plus and not in cinemas, because cinemas are still closed, um, basically all the, you know, the world over, really, which is sad. Um, but... Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'll see it at home. I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there will also watch this movie on Disney+. Plus. It was due to come out last year. It's coming out now, thanks to the pandemic. And uh, it's just one of these things that's happening because they really have to just get these movies out because there's a massive backlog. But let me know what you guys thought of the trailer in the comments below. Is Did you also get kind of Joker vibes from Emma Stone's performance in that trailer? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Right, moving on. Lucasfilm is reportedly looking at Zack Snyder to direct a Star Wars movie. So I was kind of thinking of running with this uh, because there's a lot in here to unpack. So this comes uh, from We Got This Covered, whose sources are telling them that uh, this is that this is something that Lucasfilm is interested in doing. They're very interested in bringing in Zack Snyder and making and getting him to direct a Star Wars movie. So personally, I don't think he'd be right for Star Wars, but... I think it'd be really interesting. Uh, I also think it'd be quite a clever move. Uh, if this is Kathleen Kennedy that's behind this, I think it'd be a very clever move. 
because Zack Snyder's got a, a very big following. Uh, he's got very devoted fans that will literally watch anything and everything he does. And um, that's because he does. He makes some interesting films. Um, he makes some visually very arresting movies. And actually, Zack Snyder's voice in the in the in the Star Wars films wouldn't be something I'd be really against. I think Star Wars is in desperate need of some kind of uh rejuvenation let's say and it needs a bit of a kick up the, <laughs> up the bum uh and, and that's of course after the 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 the, the 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 recent trilogy to be honest two of those films i did like i did like um the force awakens and i also liked uh the last jedi the, the rise of skywalker i thought was not not good but could he really work with disney that's what i was thinking of would would disney would that really be a good fit for him I personally think he'd be a better fit for Netflix, and it looks like he's going to be doing well. He's doing, or he's finishing his his zombie movie uh, with Netflix, and that looks pretty insane. And I'm really looking forward to that. So I think that might be a better a better fit for him. I don't think Disney and Lucasfilm would really work. Uh, I don't think they'd work together. I don't think it'd be a good fit. I think he'd be he'd feel like he was just at Warner Brothers again, almost then, just like even have, being more restricted than he was before. So as far as that rumor is concerned, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I mean, I would like it to because I'd like to see just out of pure curiosity. I'd love to see what Zack Snyder would do uh, with uh, with the, with the Star Wars movie. I think that's that would be bonkers. Um, we're already getting we're getting Kevin Feige, uh, his his Star Wars film. We're getting a Taika Waititi Star Wars film. We're getting a Patty Jenkins Star Wars film, and we're also getting uh, the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Apparently, he revealed that yesterday. That that's still on. So that's a lot of movies. Uh, we're not getting the Benioff and Weiss uh, one. We're not getting. Uh, I mean, there are lots of film, Star Wars films. You know, directors were attached to Star Wars projects that are no longer that you know they were either fired or left the projects so it was lord and miller uh, there was um josh trank which was to, that was yeah that was a, a train wreck uh, colin trevorrow as well was going to direct the rise of skywalker or i can't remember what it was going to be called um when he was when he was involved so they tend to let go a lot of their directors as well so maybe it's probably better for him i mean gareth edwards didn't actually get to finish rogue one uh, i can't remember who they gave that to um is it chris it wasn't christopher mcquarrie they ended up giving that film to. Oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, he's he's the guy that's uh, that's kind of developing the Cassian Andor series. Uh, if you can let me know who that who 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 the guy is that was that ended up directing like the final third of Rogue One. I think he did the reshoots. He kind of oversaw the reshoots. Let me know because I'm I'm blanking on his name. But um, yeah, I don't think uh, Zack Snyder would work with Disney. I don't think Lucasfilm and Zack Snyder would be a good match. Uh, Zack Snyder incidentally did reveal that a Batman vs Superman 4K remastered version is coming to HBO Max. He revealed that in his uh, big interview with E Minute Men. Um, so that's fun. That means we're going to get to see not only we you know that could probably could maybe watch that before watching Justice League, although it seems like it's going to come after. Uh, but I'm I'm actually really looking forward to rewatching Batman vs Superman before Justice League comes out. Uh, yeah, so that's coming to HBO Max. But let me know what you think about that in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving to the news that apparently Bruce Wayne's parents will be evil in the Batman. So this comes from Giant Freaking Robot, and this is something that I quite I'm a bit like. Really? Because Thomas and Martha Wayne are, of course, normally depicted as basically saints in uh, in Gotham, which is why it was such a big deal when they were murdered. And also such a big deal for Bruce, uh, you know, him being there and all that. That's a big part of Batman's character um, and Bruce's character as well. So 
would the idea of having them actually be evil, uh, what would that mean actually? Would that mean they're basically connected with the underworlds, with Gotham's underworld? That could bring in the Court of Owls, which is something that would I actually think that would be really fascinating if they do bring that in because uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne, I believe, are both connected to the Knight of Owls. Uh, Tony Gilroy, that's it, that's the guy. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. Uh, I knew you'd knew I, I knew you'd know that. But um, yeah, so could they bring that in? I don't, I don't know. The, the the Court of Owls is something that I personally think is a that's a brilliant storyline in in the Batman comics. It's kind of an, an underground society that uh, that's kind of. Uh, what they're operating everything in the background and uh and that's something that i really do like uh but it seems as though they might they're going down kind of more conventional route with some of the villains um having a lot of villains in there there's the riddler there's the penguin um there's all sorts of people that are supposedly in this film uh so who knows maybe they might and maybe it might be like a, a mystery in which batman re- re- realizes that actually or bruce realizes that his parents weren't as good as they made themselves out to be i think that'd be quite interesting actually if they do that uh let me know what you think about that in the comments right final bit of it's not really movie news it's actually comic book news but apparently at&t is reportedly looking to sell dc comics to the highest bidder so this comes from daniel rickman but actually the reason i wanted to talk about it because daniel rickman posts a lot of stuff uh but the reason i want to talk about this because this is actually something that's been happening or been talked about for a long long time so Ever since AT&T basically became Warner Brothers' kind of, uh, how can you call it? They, they, they kind of own, they, they own Warner Brothers. Um, and with that, they also got the DC Comics um, part side of things, which um, actually, I'm going to be honest, doesn't bring in a lot of money. Um, the co- comic books don't make as much money as they used to. Uh, that is the truth. And it looks like AT&T is just willing to either let it die so basically, because at the moment, it's not doing very well financially. Uh, so they're looking at either just saying, okay, we're going to leave it and not do anything with it and just let it kind of die its death, which would be a shame because then that would mean the end of DC Comics and no more DC Comics, which is terrible. Or sell it off to the highest bidder. And this is then, there are rumors that apparently fans might be looking to buy DC Comics, uh, which, you know, I wouldn't be against. I'd be all for that. I think that'd be quite cool. But it might not be that. I mean, Marvel could could sweep in and save the day and actually end up saving DC Comics because you, you need DC Comics around. It needs to still be around. You need to be able to have that Marvel Comics, DC Comics thing, Image Comics as well. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a massive comic book fan. I think it'd be a massive, massive shame should DC Comics go under. And I really, really hope it doesn't. I hope that either AT&T keeps it alive but it looks like they're just not interested in that. According to Daniel Rickman, all they're interested in are the kind of movie properties. So they keep the movie rights to these characters and TV rights. And they're just interested in doing stuff with that, like the films and the stuff on HBO Max. So I kind of, I wouldn't be surprised because they're not a great company, AT&T. Sorry saying that, but they're not. They're, 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 they're kind of ruthless in the way they um, they do business, which is why they're so successful, I suppose. But um let me know what you think about that in the comments it's something that i'm not very um, i'm not very happy about right uh moving on to tv news and uh, it's being reported that the batman beyond series will be starring Martin, uh, michael keaton and it'll be coming to hbo max so this is a uh, coming from um was it bounding into comics and it actually links to an article to uh to a story that we broke i think it was back in october that uh, michael keaton was signed on for a batman beyond series for hbo max so we did report that a while back but they're basically saying that it's going to be a joint venture between hbo max and the cw 
which is quite interesting. I was thinking that the CW might end up being put to one side, really, as far as DC Comics properties are concerned. We already heard that the Wonder Girl series has been cancelled even before it started shooting. Uh, it's looking like the upcoming seasons of their their DC Comics CW shows will be the last ones. So that's what Batwoman season three, uh, the Flash season eight, I believe, is going to be the last one, it looks like. And what was the other one? Uh, DC Legends of tomorrow might also kind of end uh they've been cancelling all the other shows so like the black canary show and arrow, uh, the arrow show which was the main show they've all been cancelled um there has been report there have been reports that maybe they might bring some of those characters into like hbo max shows so like stuff like teen titans and um and doom patrol and that sort of stuff and then they might add to bolster this because they would need to bolster it they, they'd add this batman beyond series and it looks like michael keaton's on board we were told he he is um it's kind of gone quiet um but we we were told that he signed on and it looks like they're developing the project and it sounds like it's coming to hbo max which is what we were told and uh, and I mean, bounding into comics are reporting that they're also working with the CW. I'm not so sure about that, but that that is at the moment that's that's the news. I would, I mean, I'm I really really want to see this Batman Beyond show because I think it is such a good idea. It makes so much sense, and um, and it would really work. It would re it would also really work as a series more more so than a movie. I think because there's a lot of story there. If you've watched the animated series, there's a lot of story there, but they can really really go beyond that. And Batman Beyond, and um, it's something that I think it, there's such an appetite for it. Uh, people are desperate to see this. People really, really want to see more of Michael Keaton's Batman because, of course, he is coming back in the Flash movie as Bruce Wayne as Batman, and it will be his his 1989 version from the Tim Burton films of that character. So this Batman Beyond series would basically basically be a continuation of that. And we get to see what he's doing in in, in the the Tim Burton verse. It might. I'm not saying that it's going to be like a kind of Tim but like really kind of Tim Burton style type thing. They might they might kind of dial that back a bit and make it a bit more <laughs> manageable, I suppose. Uh, because if you watch rewatch those those movies, I love them, but they have have dated a bit. And that kind of Tim Burton um, aesthetic is something that I love. But it might not be very easy to do uh, in a kind of on a TV budget, uh, especially if you've got Michael Keaton in that show. That's gonna that's gonna take up a large chunk of your budget. So, I mean, I'm hoping that we get this. Uh, I've been told that we're gonna get this, but these things are always developing. Um, people, I mean, it's. HBO Max really needs a lot of these kind of shows because that's going to, especially now that it's been revo revealed that they are going to be releasing HBO Max uh, internationally, which is great news. Still no news on when it's coming to the UK and France, actually. Uh, those two uh, territories are a bit tricky given they've got very strong, um, uh, like Warner Brothers has got very strong connections with Sky and Canal Plus in those countries. So that means that we might wait, to, might have to wait a while until we get to see um, <laughs> get to see HBO Max in the UK or France. But those those are the types of shows that will get people to subscribe. Uh, a Batman Beyond show, I think, would would really really like make the it'd be huge. The numbers would be huge, uh, but it would have to be in as many territories. HBO Max would have to be in, in as many territories as possible, and that might be one of the key factors in whether this gets off the ground or not. Uh, it looks like it. I mean, they're developing it. They've got Michael Keaton on board, which is all great, but these things can still fall through. 
A lot of it hinders on how well HBO Max does. At the moment, their numbers are actually pretty good considering that they're only in their first year. They're not Disney Plus numbers, but again, Disney Plus is available worldwide. So it's actually very different. You can't really compare the two. But I think it's going to grow. And um, I think it's going to grow exponentially as soon as it comes uh, to as many countries, as many territories as possible. But let me know what you think about that in the comments below. Right, it's also being revealed, uh, I think this is the Illuminati that revealed this, that a Constantine TV show is coming to HBO Max, and it, but it won't star Matt Ryan, so they'll be recasting Constantine. It won't star Keanu Reeves either. Um, this has got people both very excited about it and both very annoyed. So I know Matt Ryan has a lot of fans out there. People love his version of Constantine, and rightly so. He's really good in the CW shows, but it really does look like his time playing that role is over. He's not going to be playing... Um, Constantine in the Sandman series on Netflix and it looks like he won't be playing him in the HBO Max series uh, which is being developed by J.J. Abrams' Bad Robots um, that's going to be a lot of the, uh, the they're doing the Justice League Dark uh, series as well so Constantine will be linked to that um, so it looks like at the moment they're casting for the role there were rumors that um that there are a bunch of uh, so it's Riz Ahmed was was one of the people rumored for the role but apparently he's not attached to it so I'll be interested to see who they cast. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this because I love Constantine. I love that kind of dark um, kind of area of that, that of the DC Comics and uh, Justice League Dark, I think, is fantastic. And I think Constantine is a really good character. So I'm really looking forward to that. Ho hopefully they'll cast someone who's actually from Liverpool. Uh, there aren't that many actors that are, that are from there. Of course, one of them is Taron Egerton. But uh, it looks like he's connected, uh, he's attached to uh, to play Constantine in the Sandman series. So let me know what you guys think about that. If that's something you're interested in, let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving on to, actually this comes from The Hollywood Reporter. And they actually reported that Lucasfilm is very likely to recast Cara Dune, not, in a, not only in The Mandalorian, but also in the future Star Wars shows. So this to me, I was kind of starting this off after after Gina Carano of course was fired for the um the, the things she posted online on social media I was thinking what are they going to do with the with the character are they going to just ignore it and just say okay we're not going to have her in anything else and maybe name drop her a couple of times I was more leaning towards that or are we actually going to recast her and get someone else to come in and play this role it looks like they're going to recast her and one of the main reasons why they might do that is actually because Cara Dune was a big part of Rangers of the New Republic. Um, and they really, really want that show to go on. Uh, and without her, they'd have to rewrite everything, kind of go right back to the drawing board. It might be easier just to recast the role. Um, it's not, <laughs> that would be a Star Wars first, uh, I, I believe, I'm pretty sure it would. And uh, it would be noticed by the fans. And I know there's a section, a large section of the fans that would be really upset about this. But... They'd also understand, I think. I think they'd understand the need to have Cara June be in this show. If she's going to be a massive part of it, I think that'd be really important. So we've been on the site, we've been talking about potential replacements. So there's, uh, I'm going to say her name wrong. I say it the Italian way, I'm sorry, but Lana um, Parelli, but it might be, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce that name properly. Uh, that's how I was told. Uh, that's one of the, the names that's been, 
put, put out there. Um, potentially Lucy Lawless is another one who, of course, was seen as the Princess Warrior. I think that'd be fun if she was cast in the role. Uh, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people that could play this role, and I think they'd be very good. But there's always that fact that this role was originally played by Gina Carano, and she's got a lot of fans, um, a lot of lots of fans online, and I'm pretty sure they'd be really upset to see her to see this be recast. That's just the way these things happen, you know, that these things go, unfortunately, um, especially it sounds like she was she was told on multiple occasions to stop what she was doing and she just didn't. Uh, so maybe she thought she was un unsackable, but, you know, not everyone is, unfortunately. And um, it's, it's put both her and Disney in a really difficult position. But let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. Right, moving on and moving on to I'm going to say spoilers here. So this is about WandaVision's ep uh, sorry, WandaVision episode seven. So there have been leaked storyboards and they're teasing a, a quite a big moment in, in the show. Um, so again, spoiler warning, I will say here, I'm not going to go really in depth in what the storyboards say. You can go and find that uh, at another channel, another YouTube channel. There are lots, I think Superhero Buzz did a did a video on it and, and every, um, was it Everything Awesome? I think they all everything always i think is what they're called uh yeah and they, they go into more depth into what these storyboards show uh it, but it's basically to do with wandavision getting vision's body and um it's pretty it's it, it seems like this episode this next episode is going to actually reveal quite a lot so i'm really looking forward to it uh and it's going to see hopefully we're going to actually find out what's really going on and what's going on with wanda specifically with wanda um, I can't wait for this. I really, really can't wait for this. Uh, it's coming out this Friday. Let me know how you guys feel about this and if you're excited to see it. As you, are you as excited as I am to see this next episode of WandaVision? Let me know in the comments. And I'm going to round this uh, this show off, this episode off, with talking a little bit about, um, well, what was one of my favorite shows of 2020, and that was Truth Seekers. Uh, so it was revealed yesterday that Truth Seekers, sees, uh, sorry, Truth Seekers, um, has actually been cancelled by uh, by Amazon, which is really really sad. Nick Frost took to Instagram to basically say how he felt. Well, not basically, he did. He let us. He let Amazon know, know how he felt. He was really upset by it because it ended on on a massive cliffhanger. It was also, I think, it was a really brilliant show. And I think a lot of the fact that, I mean, the reason they cancelled it was obviously because it just didn't do the numbers. But the the thing is, is that. The show was let down by marketing. It wasn't. It wasn't the show's fault. The show was a really good show, written uh, by and starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Brilliant, brilliant writers. I actually think it's one of the best things they've done in a long time. I actually think it's better than The World's End, um, and um, they just marketed it poorly. There, there was. I mean, first off, I think Amazon Prime Video is not a very good streaming service. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I think it's just when you go onto it. It looks ugly. It's difficult to find stuff. Um, they were kind of, they they were kind of promoting it on, on on Amazon Prime, but not really. It wasn't really promoted enough. But now there is a petition to try and get this show back. So that's on Change.org. It's um it's not getting the numbers it needs. I'm going to be honest. But I wanted to talk about it a bit because I think this this show is a real gem. And if you haven't seen it, uh, I would really recommend you go and watch it on Amazon Prime. Uh, at the moment, it's got, what, 153 signatures. So it's not, I mean, Amazon's not going to take this thing seriously. It's not like Amber Heard numbers, which, again, nothing is on, on Change.org. I think that's the most signed petition on Change.org ever. Uh, but it's it's just upsetting. It's upsetting that the show was cancelled. I, I, this happens all the time. But something of with this caliber of like talent behind it really should have had at least three seasons. You know, you've got Nick Frost, you've got Simon Pegg involved. 
give it three seasons. You've got two of the most interesting creators around, best actors around, uh, really funny guys. And this show was really great. It was all about ghost hunters. And um, and it ended on a great cliffhanger, had some great actors in it, real, real potential, and uh, Amazon just pulled it, which is annoying. It is annoying. And uh, I am your father. Yo, uh, who you think is Pietro? I think Pietro is uh, is Mephisto. That's that's my that's <laughs> my little... <laughs> yeah, I think it's Mephisto in disguise. Uh, the reason being is uh, that I don't know if you saw, but there were some uh, Funko Pop figures that were, that were well teased and on them it said Pietro Maximoff and of course if you know uh, the character from uh, from the Fox movies he's called Peter Maximoff in those movies not Pietro so I think it's uh, I think Pietro is Mephisto in disguise and it would make a lot of sense it would make it would explain why he knows that this whole thing is a facade uh, so I, I think that's what's going on but right with that i'll say goodbye thank you very much for watching i'll see you guys tomorrow in the next episode again if you could like and subscribe that'd be really wonderful if you could follow us on social media that'd be really cool as well you can find us uh, everyone on social media at small screen co uh, we also release this as a podcast so if you'd rather listen to this as a podcast you can you can find that wherever you get your podcast at small screen stories you can find me at ej lauder and you can find the stories i've been talking about over at small screen that's at small-screen.co.uk and with that i'll say goodbye thank you very very much for watching and have a lovely evening or morning or afternoon wherever you are cheers goodbye